Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Come meet me at the Museo With Alan and Daniel We'll talk about the Cardinals all night long Everyone come gather round favorite sound we'll talk about the cardinals all night long we'll talk the games and all the rest about the team that we love best we'll talk about the cardinals all night long we're gonna talk about the cardinals all night long Good morning and welcome into another edition of Meet Me at Mutual. I'm your host, Daniel Shoptoff, C70. It's about at C70 on Twitter with me, as always, Alan Medlock from Red Dirt Redbird and A Medlock One on Twitter. And yesterday, for most of, well, at least for an hour or so, this looked like this was going to be a very fun show to do. Not so much anymore. Alan, we've got end of the season, we've got a little bit of contract news, but we've got to start with yesterday's collapse. Um, and I don't really know where to begin. I mean, where, where do you want yeah. to start with this thing? Well, it's tough because, you know, it's, it's tough for me to, to talk, to speak poorly on Helsley, but you wonder how much the finger made a difference. That concerns me a little bit. Um, it was the worst way to lose when the, you wanted to get last night out of the way. So you wouldn't have to face elimination facing NOLA today. Right. And with the prospects that you probably don't have a Helsley for today. Right. So it's a tough one. It's really tough. Uh, I don't like, I, obviously, you know, the other the other games like San Diego and some of those were determined by home runs, but the Cardinals have had a fledgling offense for a month now. And now it's it's concerning going into an elimination game facing a guy who they've historically had bad luck against. So I don't know. It's tough. It's, it's, it's tough to, uh, it, it was a gut punch to say the yeah. least. And, and uh, you know, we can, we can, 
we can uh, break it down any way, any good way possible on the pitching side, but they can't score runs. Now, I, you know, Nolan's close, you feel like, but yeah, they're going to have to put some runs up today, and that's, that's a little concerning. Yeah, I mean, Albert's first ball was hit well. Um, that might have gone out on a different day. No, uh, Nolan's, I was almost guaranteed. I was, I'm sure that was a home run, and then it yeah. fell even short of the warning track. Um, so you do wonder, they had the, through the first eight, and I'm going to, I'm going to be honest here. We had homecoming yesterday and that meant homecoming parade, which meant my kids were marching in it. So I had to leave in the eighth inning. Yeah. Kind of followed on my phone, but I didn't actually watch, but you know, for the first eight innings or so, the Cardinals had felt like better at bats than, than the Phillies. They didn't necessarily get everything, you know, again, they didn't get the results sometimes, but when you Epes hit the two run homer, you know I just felt like that was it, right? Um, uh, no, I agree. I did the same. Um, especially once, I mean, Gallegos walks the batter in the eighth, and they bring in Helsley, and I'm like, oh, okay, five outs for Helsley is not undoable, especially since he hadn't pitched in a day or two. Um, but the finger issue. Um, but he got out of the eighth. I thought, okay, we're good. The ninth inning is going to be, you know, he starts clean. Should be fine. Um, you know, he's, of course, the report is his finger went numb on him in the, the ninth inning. Is that a situation? Okay, well, one, let's let's start. Should Ollie Marmol have gone to him so early knowing that there was that finger issue from the last game? Yeah, I, I, I wonder... Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I wanted to see if if there was something lingering like that, I, I would assume that they probably would not have. But, yeah. you know, because I felt like he managed well um, mm-hmm. and has most of the year. So, and uh, conservatively on the on the injury side. So, you know, I'm just not really sure. It was, it, it could be easy to point, and this goes to the excuse-making aspect mm-hmm. of this, which I don't think they do, but it's easy to point to that finger when you don't have command. I mean, he was still throwing the triple digits easily. He just could not find a strike zone. And in particular, he couldn't throw a strike with that fastball. So, which of course makes that off speed, you know, a, a, a non, you know, a non-starter essentially. So, so yeah, it was rough. Those you're just thinking, okay, what, what's the deal? What's the deal? And when they came out for the injury timeout, I was like, if they leave him in at this point, boy, I, that's going to be a disaster. They pulled him out and it was still a disaster. And yeah. they went to the guy that you've been, Calling for probably not <laughs> shouldn't be pitching, you know, high lever situations right now, and it cost them. Yeah, I mean, you you and I talked about Palante not even making the roster yeah. because of how he had struggled over the last little bit. Um, that being said, I don't know that there was. Uh, yeah, and, 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 left off. In his de- in in Palante's defense, nothing was hit hard. Yeah, you know, one of those situations, and it just kind of found a hole, and you know, two ground balls got got past. Edmund and Arenado, which are exactly where you want the ball hit. Right. So that's what another concerning thing I have for tonight is two of those situations where you have a lead, give it to your closer. You have two ground balls hit to your two best infielders. It doesn't work out. You just kind of wonder what tonight has in store. Yeah. I mean, it gets a bit of a 2009 vibe to it now, doesn't it? I mean, a team that played well, kind of struggled a little bit down the stretch in September. I never remember them taking a little bit longer than you would expect to clinch uh, before they did it out in Colorado and then lost 
three straight to the Dodgers, most famously because yeah, they dropped a ball. Um, so it has a, has a potential for that. It has a potential to be that kind of, of season. It would be extremely disappointing if that's the case with all the hoopla and history and everybody talking about wanting to go out high for for Albert and, and company. Um, but it it could. I mean, that's and that's the thing. And I know there's some people saying, well, the Cardinals shouldn't have to play this series because they're a division winner. And I get that. But what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, you know, you're not going to add another, you know, another wild card that gives you seven teams in the, you know, in the division or in the playoffs, which is almost half the league. Um, and then you have, you know, three games. So you're going to have, you know, somebody else getting up. It's it just the numbers don't work. Uh, if you're going to expand the playoffs, which again, we've already, I've talked about, we didn't really need to do that. Um, but yeah, then this is, this is the way, the only way it works, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, it would be very disappointing to see it go out this way. And, and then again, the Cardinals, you know, if they were going to lose a game in this series, you'd expect it to be to Wheeler, right? I mean, they just don't have a clue how to, I mean, not that Wheeler's bad because a lot of people don't have a clue how to, but they have been dominated by Wheeler all season long and probably even farther back. And, you know, as, as good as Quintana was, and he was, he was really good. It, I think if you went into the series, you would say that this was the game that you would, if, if you thought they were going to lose a game, this would probably be the game they're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Um, you're right. I mean, <clears throat> You know, I was we, I was talking to somebody earlier this week, and they were like, "Well, how do you feel about the series?" I said, "Well, they historically hit Wheeler and Nola poorly." I said, "So you you have to steal one of them." And I truly thought that if they'd won last night, they'd probably close it out today. Uh, but then the flip side, I was like, "Well, you know, I know the momentum is only as good as the next day, but I mean, that's a gut punch yesterday, and and we'll see how it goes." So you know, to to squeeze those two runs across with Quintana and, and Gallegos pitching so well, and then you know things falling apart. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess you could say that, Hey, that's, that's the one you had to win. So, you know, I don't know. I still think so highly of the first two of the rotation that it, that it's tough for me to look past that. Yeah, I get that. I mean, and the fact that you had Wheeler beaten basically, yeah. I mean, they didn't do it off of Wheeler, didn't, but you know, you go to the ninth, you could have won the game that Wheeler pitched. That hurts a lot when you, yeah. win because of Nola, you're right. Uh, let's, I was going to look, he only faced them once, actually, he only faced them once this year and gave up five runs in seven innings. Mm. Um, I'd have to go back and look and see what that, I'd have to see what that game was if he was coming off an injury or something like that. But yeah, typically he's, he's better than that. Um, hopefully he's that bad <laughs> tonight. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I also wonder if I'm guessing Helsley, and again, I didn't watch it. Um, but it feels to me that, especially after the, maybe the, you know, the first walk, um, if he's having numbness in that finger, he's got to call the trainer out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not try to pitch through it. I mean, if this was a regular season game, sure. Maybe. Um, or if there were two outs, maybe I could see it, but there's, there's one out you've got, by the time he walks Harper, you've got two on, you've got the winning run at the plate. If you're not a hundred percent, I think you've got to tell somebody because I wonder, I wonder how that works for Palante 
if he faces Castellanos, who's been struggling, instead of, you know, a compromised Helsley. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm not sure. I mean, that's the thing is, I agree. I mean, if it's, uh, you know, I guess as the competitor, and you're going to try to push through it the best you can, but but you're right. I mean, if there was, if he was compromised at all, they probably should have made a decision and let somebody know on the, on the pitcher side. Yeah. Now, from what I understand, and again, my caveats, but from what I understand from reading Twitter, Flaherty was warming up, and if, yeah, they, if that's the case, then that's a little bit surprising because, again, if you've got, especially bases loaded, um, you got, you need a strikeout. I mean, mm-hmm. if you can get a double play, and I'm sure the idea with Plante is he's going to get the double play and you're going to get that's out of exact, it. Yeah. But, you know, again, you put the ball in play, as we saw, I mean, Segura's hit a pitch that was, what, in the dirt, it looked like. Yeah. But you're right. If you put the ball in play, you don't know. I mean, a strikeout, at least if you get one strikeout, if you can get one, you know, the, the second out by strikeout, then you could got all sorts of options, you know, fly ball out, ground ball out, you know, whatever. Um, instead of trying to get it all at once. Um, do you think that was somewhat of, you know, one, yeah, getting the double play, but two, you know, they weren't sure about Flaherty and all of a sudden becoming, you know, in a quote, quote, closer role. Yeah, I whenever I saw him up, and whenever I saw them come out, knowing that he had the un, the the ability to th- to warm up as long as he could have, I thought that it was going to be Flaherty naturally. And then when they went with the double play aspect of it, I said, "Well, in the ninth, I kind of get that." I go, "But why get Flaherty up in the whole in that situation?" Right. Period. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was kind of my issue with it. I was like, "Well, crap." I mean, now, I mean, in theory, he could warm up again today, but I thought this would have been a perfect situation for him because. Right you can go multiple innings as well, you know, if, if that were to happen. So I, yeah, I don't know. I was a little puzzled about that one because I honestly, I can see where they were coming from with the double play. They were also playing about like a, well, double play depth of the middle, but closer than, than they probably should have type situation, which surprised me as well to cut that run down at the plate. But I thought, well, if you bring him in, shouldn't you go ahead and try to pull the double play and get in, come in and hit and win it. So, you know, I would like to hear their explanation. I, I was at the school yesterday all day when I was watching the game. Education at its finest. I had all the playoff games on my touch screen. So the uh, I I didn't get into a lot of the postgame stuff because right afterwards I just got in my truck and left. So I, and there may have been an explanation out there, but I didn't hear it. Yeah, I tried to look up some, but I didn't watch all the – I saw some of the postgame stuff, but I didn't actually look get a chance to, to watch much of it either. Um, and I'm sure there, I'm sure there is. Now – Tonight, if the Cardinals have a lead, is Flaherty your closer? I mean, you obviously can't use Helsley because of, I mean, one, he's thrown to be pitchers, even if he was healthy, which he apparently is not. They went for an MRI. I haven't heard anything about the results, but feels to me like this could be a problem. Um, Gallegos pitched in, well, I think he got an inning in, right? Compare over, you know, wrapped around, a wraparound inning, uh, two outs and one, and Inning, oh, inning and a third actually. Uh, so, I, I, I'm wondering if they don't use Flaherty. Like, if if they have a lead in the eighth uh, or the seventh, that they don't let finish it out. Yeah, tonight. I hope. Yeah, yeah. I think you about have to tonight. Um, because there's not, not. I mean, one, you threw a lot of people threw a lot of pitches yesterday. Yeah. Um, and there's not a whole lot of people out there that. You know, you, again, you get your ground balls, you can get your outs or whatever, but 
you know, in playoff baseball, you really kind of need those strikeouts and, and Flaherty can bring that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I would like to see it. I mean, that's, I like the multiple inning closing type situations on that and somebody with, with, yeah, which can, can can go the distance. I mean, that that's I feel like it's no, uh, all hands on deck at this point. And I wonder how much the pitch count's going to go into it. You know, because I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Gallegos for a little bit tonight. Um, yeah. I would think that Helsley probably not just because of the finger, but you know, nothing would shock me in that situation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they won't. Boy, I, I'd be. I can't. I honestly can't imagine a, a situation yeah. where we'll see where we would see. Uh, Helsley, because if they're losing, they're not going to bother with him. If they're winning, I don't think they'd run that risk. Um, and I think, you know, they're going to hope to have him healthy for the, if they can get to the next round. Um, but yeah, I think everybody, I mean, yeah, you probably could see Gallegos again. Um, I don't think you hold him out if you think he can do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about Gallegos a little bit later on with his contract and such, but um, you know, I, I don't, I mean, you could easily see a situation where you went Michaelis and then you could go Michaelis Flaherty, I guess, if you wanted to, depending on how far Michaelis went, um, you could go, I don't, I don't know. I have to look at the roster and see who else is out there, but you know, this is, but again, like you said, None of this matters if they don't hit. Yeah. And the, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, is this with the mindset that they're going Wainwright Montgomery in some fashion tomorrow? Montgomery probably starts tomorrow, I think. I think Wainwright's – boy, I don't know with Wainwright. Well, and you know what? I, well – yeah, I mean, I am. I will say, you can probably tell in my voice, I am not super positive about tonight. Mm-hmm. But there's a situation where I think you probably see Wayne White one way or the other in the next two games. If not, that could be a big boon for a game one of a five game series too. So you know, I you know, I don't know, but there seem he effectiveness isn't great right now. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you that's know. why. I'm a, but you know, Ollie Marmol said when they put all five pitchers on the on the roster they plan to use them all in some form yeah. fashion. um i think that wainwright i mean wainwright's one of those guys you could put out there for an inning or two and but i think you'd want a, at least a couple run lead because you want to be able to pull him if things get back because wainwright doesn't get i'd have to look i feel like he doesn't necessarily give up the long ball he gives up three or four singles, yeah, you know, or or a double, or something like that. To the point that if you've got a couple run lead, he can pitch the three batters, and you're probably still winning. Um, if you have to go get him, um, if he's on, if he's got his feel for his curveball, then I mean he's a, a very effective, you know, bridge type piece. Um, I just feel like, you know, for me right now, the way at Wainwright finished. I would have much rather seen him yesterday when there's a little bit of cushion. Um, I mean, just in the fact that if they lose, there's another game. You know, yeah. if he pitches tonight or if he pitches tomorrow and, you know, something goes sideways, there's no recovering from that. Unless yeah. it's really often. And if the bats somewhat come around. But so I don't know. I hate to say that 
Uh, I mean, there's a chance. There's a chance tonight is the last game of this of that. Yeah. Run and Pujols is the only one that gets into a game into the game, right? Because yeah. I mean, if Michaelis is starting, there's no way. I think you got to start. You know, Kinster's got to start tonight. I was honestly very surprised. And I don't get. I don't know if there was anybody left on the bench. Probably wasn't, except for Kinsner. But I was very surprised that Yadier Molina took the last at bat yesterday. Yeah. Uh, when you've got tying runs at the plate, you know Yadi's not hitting a home run. I mean, I know that it's, you know, steps big man. You know, he's a guy that can come through. And he might have – I could see that you're thinking, okay, he's going to be able to, you know, single in another run or something. But with two outs and a guy that, you know, if he puts it on the ground or whatever – I just think that you had better options maybe, but maybe not. Like I said, you know, you'd already used Yepes obviously. Um, and the bench isn't quite as strong as it, as it used to be. So maybe, maybe that was really not worth making the, the pull of, of Yachty. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Were, were you surprised? I mean, like I said, you, you were watching it, but then I wasn't. So yeah, no, nah, I mean, you know, that didn't really even occur to me. I mean, I, I was just, yeah, I don't know. I didn't even think about that yesterday when he was hitting. It was just one of those you just like, well, you know, as much as you want to see him get into one and maybe tie this thing up, you're probably not going to have him. If you can spray around right, keep the line moving, you never know what happens. I mean, it's a guy that uh, historically hasn't closed games out in Eflin, so you just never know. Uh, so I didn't even think about that, about them pinch hitting for him, to be honest with you. I think that maybe one of the good things is the Philly bullpen is bad. Right. I mean, that's yeah. traditionally has been bad, uh, or at least statistically has been. And I think what I was reading was I, was I reading that going into this, they had like two two relievers they trusted, and that was Alvarado and Elfin, and Cardinals yeah. runs off both of them. Um, so, you know, it is maybe one of those things where again, if you can hold off Nola as long as possible, um, now who knows how long that is because he's going to go a hundred plus pitches probably tonight too. Um, so maybe if you can work him down, but anyway, if you can, you know, if you can get him out when you're not losing, then maybe you got a better chance. Um, you know, that said, we saw what the Cardinal pulled did. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I think October is a really good time where stories that have been there for the whole year get flipped on their head. Um, you know, I mean, the Phillies have had a bad bullpen, so they'll go out, throw, you know, scoreless innings. So their bullpen is, and, you know, the Cardinals have been able to hit. Now they can't hit, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I just think yeah. that October with the small sample sizes and the short, you know, and you can really prepare for an opponent. Um, that is um, sometimes when, when things that worked in the regular season don't and vice versa. Um, you know, that said, Cardinals lost the first game of a three-game series a number of times this year and wound up winning the series. So, sure, sure. You know, and they're at home the whole time, which is good. I mean, although if they'd been in Philadelphia, a couple of Pulse would have probably gone out yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it's still better to be at home. Sure. That's that's the benefit of it. I mean, that's uh, I mean, look at it this way. It's Obviously, we don't have a DeGrom going today. But you yeah. still feel pretty confident for the Mets, even if they lost last night. You know, right. one of those. And, and we just, we're just pretty rough on it. Maybe maybe know the, the ins and outs a little bit better. I don't know. Mine is just the, the fashion that you lose. If you lose the lead today, you're probably in trouble. And Nola, I think, is really good. And that's what concerns me about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be really nice if, you know, maybe Paul Goldschmidt had a home run in the first inning or something yeah, like but, that. Yeah, without a doubt. That, that's, that's my concern mm-hmm. is how – 
is how bad the middle of the lineup has actually looked. Because I keep thinking they're going to break free of it, but you know, I don't know. I mean, we're it's we're you know definitely running out of time. Yeah, and somebody put up on Twitter today. I just saw it before we were getting ready for the show, so I can't remember who did, but showed you know Goldschmidt's historical you know splits, and he cools off in September. I mean, it's not necessarily as drastic as we've seen this year, but it's not one of his better months. And so you know, this just may be he may not be going to get out of this. Yeah. Now, hopefully he will, because it's been, you know, it's been like getting close to a month since he hit a home run. I mean, it, you know, he's still probably going to get MVP, but you know, that's based on the first few months. I mean, that, that September hurt and it would be really nice for him to turn that story around. Um, because if they don't, I mean, you're right. They've got to get something out of that you know those those three i mean it was interesting to see Pujols hitting second yesterday yeah uh, and i get that for sure um I, I wouldn't be surprised if they see him there again today but you know one through four have got to put some runners on if nothing else um because the back half of that bullpen it has put i mean the back of bullpen the back half of that roster it has potential if, you know, Carlson's there, then we know Carlson can do, but he hasn't done a lot of late. Um, you know, it'll be interesting with, with Kisner. And of course, you got Tommy Edmund at the bottom of it. So it's not like it's a, you know, this huge black hole that if you get past the, you know, the cleanup guy, then you've got to wait until the, these guys come around again. But there's not a whole lot of guarantees in there either. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, man, it's, it's, it's frustrating right now. And it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like someone's going to have to come up big. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they, I think you're going to have to take the lead early and win going away. And, and that would make you feel a lot more confident going into tomorrow. Like, you definitely will have the advantage. I can't imagine what the crowd's going to be like tomorrow if they make it. it would, yeah. that, that would be a blast. Yeah. I will say, you know, Dan Zaborski ran his Zips projections and he projected the Phillies to win the series. I mean, yeah. you know, percentage wise, but it was the, the Phillies had like a. 50 something percent chance, almost a 60% chance of winning yesterday and like a 52 or 53% chance of winning today. But if it got to a game three, the Cardinals were like a, almost a 60% chance. Yeah. And that's the difference between Wheeler and Nola and whoever's going to pitch in game three. Exactly. Um, and home field and crowd and all that. Um, so yeah, you win today, you feel good about tomorrow, but you got to win today first. <laughs> and that's, yeah. you know, I know, this is better than, I mean, if we if it had been a one-game play-in like yesterday, then that would have been terrible. You know, like last year, uh, and we lost, the Cardinals had lost the way they did yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, then you're looking at, um, is it, uh, that's even worse than like last year's. Um, but I guess it's only fitting. I mean, right, I mean, how many times have the Cardinals rallied in a ninth inning in the playoffs? I guess it was about time that somebody did it to them. Yeah, that's true. You know, 93-0 and 0 going in to that ninth inning with the two-run lead in the playoffs. I mean, it, it was going to happen at some point in time. I just hate that it happened there. But if it happened there again, it wasn't in a game. It wasn't in a game three. Uh, it wasn't where you go home after that. Um, you know, that being said, you know, we saw how the Cardinals' last game went. Um with the, no, it wasn't the last game. It was the last home game, right? That they walked the four guys to, to mm-hmm. win, to lose the game. Um, they're, they're not playing their best baseball right now, and that's unfortunate. But 
you know, get past this round and you never know if something will click, but you got to get, you got to get there. Um, anything else on this series that, I mean, you know, I feel like, I feel like they can pitch to the Phillies. I think we saw that for the most yeah, part. Yesterday. I, well, with that being said, I, I'm really worried that Harper's going to break out of a slump. And that, that concerns me, you know, under, under the, uh, the bright lights of the playoffs. He's been scuffling a little bit, but I, I, he can sting you. Like yesterday when he came up, I was like, oh, this worries me. I said, you don't yeah. want to face him with anybody on, at bat, even though he's been scuffling. He'll get you. You know, that's one of those things. I could see him being one of those guys that have two big hits today. Yeah. I mean, that, that is true. Um, I know he and – now, I think they, Castellanos has beat the Cardinals enough in the past, but I think he's – you know, maybe that these they can get to him. But, yeah, Harper is a concern. There's no doubt about it. Um, and there's always going to be people like, you know, like Bohm or somebody like that that's going to yeah you know, be an annoyance that's going to be a problem. So, I mean, the Phillies have a good lineup. and But I feel like if Michaelis is on his game tonight, then he they, they're really they're, – he's going to be able to hold them down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. But a bunch of ground balls. If, he, if we're get, yeah. seeing a bunch of ground balls and him go deep, they're going to be in a good good situation. Yeah, should be, should be. Um, all right. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about other things that happened this last week because it's it's really kind of crazy to think that you know it, it still already feels the season feels so far away and that was only like three days ago. Um, but that series in Pittsburgh, I don't know that anybody paid attention to it except for what Albert did. Yeah. Uh, and the, even the last series at home, I mean, the, the drama, we, we got a chance to talk about that a little bit last week, but Sunday's game that last with, uh, you know, Wainwright and Pujols and Molina coming off the field. I mean, that was, that was incredible, I think. And, and I think shows, I mean, Ollie Marmol has grown, come up in this organization. It's the only organization he knows. He knows one, how Cardinals do things, and two, what these people have meant to St. Louis and, and the ball club. And I think that was just really fitting for them all to come off at the same time. Yeah, I agree. It was, uh, you know, very picturesque. I mean, and it's uh, that's something that I didn't expect. You know, I kind of thought of one-on-one, get, pulling them out of time to get the ovation, but the three of them, that was – it was pretty special. Sunday was fun to watch. I mean, it was uh, – it, it was touching. You know, it, it – <laughs> I know, I know we're talking about the regular season, we're doing all that, but it kind of worries me that they finish out at home tonight. You know, that's another thing that kind of concerns me. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, they have really, they pushed all the right buttons as far as the, uh, as far as the retirement tour has gone. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I wonder, I mean, we would, it would be great either way. There's no doubt about it, but you know, Wainwright has struggled in September Yachty had a rough year all the way around. He had those couple of weeks in September that were pretty strong, but you know, he's looked his age. I wonder what we would feel like. Well, I guess, you know, we saw what Albert was doing earlier in the year. I feel like, you know, Albert's second half made this, I mean, it would have been great anyway, but it made it magical just seeing what he was doing, you know, and you know, he hits home run in his last at bat at Bush stadium, regular season. Um, he, it's a home run, you know, in, in uh, Pittsburgh. It, it's, you know, he gets to 703. You know, what would this, that we would still have, I think we'd have a lot more nostalgia for how good it could have been. 
instead of how good it actually has been. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The, uh, the, the uptick in production has, has completely changed everything about the car in the second half, you know, yeah. where, uh, even the news leaking out yesterday that Albert considered retiring in June, mm-hmm. you know, that's, um, that says it all. I mean, things could have been a lot worse, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, 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 yeah, things fell into place well, a lot better than I expected. If Albert retires from June, we're not here, right? Yeah, I mean that's 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 amazing to say because in June, if he had retired, I think everybody would have said, "Okay, yeah, it's time." It just didn't have anything left. Um, but you know, seriously, they wouldn't. I mean, he if, for all those home runs that he hit in the second half, there were so few of them that were just extraneous. Um, and that's not counting the you know the RBI singles and doubles that he had, um, it, you know, it's not crazy to talk about him getting MVP votes this year. I mean, not not hey he's going to win the MVP or anything like that, yeah. but you know, it, at the end of a ballot and you get to list like ten players. I mean, if he's not tenth on a few play on a few people's um, ballots, I think he should be because again, this team doesn't go without him. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, that's, you know, we thought we, we were expecting just to him, him to hit off lefties the whole year and he's their long-term DH now, or he's been yep. the, the, the DH every night, Yep. you know, the second half of the season, which is something no one expected. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we saw when, you know, when he signed that contract, let me, let me pull it up here, but it's got a, yeah, it's got a award bonuses for MVP world series, MVP, all-star, Go Glove, MVP, League Championship MVP, stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure that I remember people talking about, you know, when he signed that, oh yeah, well, we'll throw those bonuses in there, but they're never going to have to pay it. Well, I mean, he he got the all-star bonus. I mean, granted, that was probably a little bit of a, that was the legacy pick, but it probably still counted. And, you know, would you rule out, if he if if the Cardinals got hot and got to the, the World Series, I mean, would you rule him out as a World Series MVP? I don't in a big, I, I don't, would never bet against him in a big moment. I, yep. you know, that's the way I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what he did the first 11 years and he just picked up. It's just, it's amazing to see his stats, right? I mean, this year was the lowest, I think it was the lowest OPS plus he ever put up as a Cardinal, but it was still higher than anything he ever did out in Anaheim. Um, just, I mean, if you watched, if you looked at his, if you took out those 10 years that he was in California and just looked at the, looked at a 12 year career, it would look normal, right? Cause this, this year would fit really well right after, you know, the last time he was in St. Louis. Yeah. That it, uh, with, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's, it's been crazy. I mean, this is the one uptick you hear, see uh, of an at bat or of a, uh, of a hitter after, um, <laughs> but yeah, getting the jump start by the home run derby, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's more the bright lights that got him going. Yeah. I mean, he will t- point to that, or like, I think that Toronto series is right before it. And he kind of clicked there. Cause remember he did carry them that two game series. Cause Paul Goldschmidt, and Nolan Arnado didn't go. And he hit, I think a home run. He went like four for five in one of those games, something like that. So it started to click, but I think, I think you're right. I think the idea that, you know, he got, he got all the appreciation and, and he got the, the big stage that didn't hurt anything at all. Um, you know, probably gave him a little bit extra 
kick to to make it through the rest of the year. Um, it's been it's just been remarkable. I, I don't think that we'll ever forget that about how you know that it was just it was Albert. I mean, again, you needed a home run, he was probably going to provide it, and that you should not be able to say that about a forty two year old, uh, and yet you do. So, yeah. Um, no. And you know that you like, yeah. You know, his kryptonite's a double play, so you knew that was a possibility in that spot yesterday, but no one expected it. I mean, I found I expected him to find a gap yesterday, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I kind of thought he would. Um, and that's, you know, again, the reason he's the all time leader in double plays is because he hits the ball hard. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it, and he hit that ball hard. It just, right at third base, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that was the risk. I would have, I always worry about the double play when he and Yachty are up. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was runners in second and third. I'd have felt a lot better than first and second, but you're right. I mean, you, you do kind of expect that kind of thing at home in the playoffs. You would have thought he'd at least dumped a single in there, you know, and, and driven in a run or two. Um, and you know, the game's different if he does. The game's different if Nolan's ball goes out. Because if the Cardinals have a three or four run lead in the ninth, then, you know, maybe you could stop the damage before it gets too bad. Yeah. Uh, or maybe you approach things a little bit differently. I don't know. Of course, you know, they have a lead that maybe Juan Yepes doesn't hit like that. Do you think mm-hmm. Yepes starts tonight? Before we get. Oh, man. Nola, a righty, needs some spark. Are you assuming he plays one of the corner outfield spots? Yeah. I mean, I'd put him over Dickerson, right? At least offensively. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, especially if you need a spark that bad. Yeah. Because I, I don't think you, well, I would be torn to play him defensively in, in the outfield. I'll say that. And that's, I mean, and that's fair. I mean, that's one of the, the, the drawbacks for him. But, I mean, I feel like I'd rather you let him, a spark. Yeah, I'd rather let him play seven innings and then yeah. let Dickerson come in for the last two or Deluzio or whoever you want to bring in for your hands, you know, if you've got a lead or whatever. Yeah. Or, you want, or you want to make sure that it's, you know, a close game doesn't get out of hand. But I'd rather have him in there rather than in hoping that you can, you know, strike with a pinch hit spot. Uh, yeah. Especially, you know, I, that's just, and it's, again, if people were hitting, it's a different story, but when nobody's clicking, I, I kind of feel like you got to get him out there because he hit so well in Memphis over the last month. Um, he's done all, I, I hadn't done a whole lot. I'd have to look and see what he's done since he came up, but he hadn't really got a chance to get a good run. Right. I mean, he played a few games at the end when, you know, Goldschmidt and Arnauto weren't playing, but I don't think he, he didn't get just a whole lot of at bats after he came back from Memphis. So um, I, I would, I think trying to yeah. shake a little bit up, but you know, this is a Cardinal team that is very focused, very, they're not necessarily going to do something just to shake stuff up. You know, I mean, they're going like, to trust the, trust the process, I guess the kind of thing. Um, but the way Dickerson's been over the last, you know, month or, you know, after that little hot stretch he had, um, I just don't, I don't think that there's any particular reason to play him 
over Yepes right now. Except yeah. for, I get your defense. The defense is an issue, but you just hope Michaelis throws a lot of ground balls. That's very true. That's 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 a good point. Um, Wainwright struggles in his last outing. I feel like that was part of why, you know, I think a lot of us were sitting around going, why aren't they pulling Wainwright? I mean, the game didn't matter. We know, you know, it wasn't that, but still it was like, why is Wainwright still out there when he's struggling so hard? And then when you saw the ball walk off the field that you understood that because you didn't want to, if you, if that was the plan, you didn't want to pull Wainwright in the third and have Pujols and Yachty leave as well. Um, but that's it. I mean, I hate to see what Wainwright has been through this last little bit with this, you know, dead arm stuff. And we talked a lot about that last time, but um, the the more you see that, the more frustrated he was with that. I, I don't know. I don't know what that means for next year. And I'm sure we'll find out soon enough, but um, it was hard to, I, I, cause I really thought, if Wainwright's going to be able to do anything, he's going to be able to pitch a good game in the last game of, you know, in Bush stadium. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's very true. I mean, it's, uh, it's tough to see now. It, it, it's, I don't know if you saw Mo on it this week, but mm-hmm. uh, his comments make me think that Wainwright probably comes back. Oh, yeah. And I know that I was about 50, 50 last week to see what it was. And I don't know, I'm not sure if this ineffectiveness that we've seen recently leads me to believe that he probably comes back not to finish low or maybe think that he doesn't have it and he's got to go because, you know, he's tied his velo, which doesn't necessarily matter for him, is, is has set very low. Right. So I'm not sure. But but you're right. That was one of those moments that you thought, okay, he's going he's gonna to go five strong at this point and, and didn't from the beginning. So I don't know what that tells me, but, but you're right. I thought that that was more glaring than it, than it typically would be with anybody else. Well, and I mean, he has uh, over the last couple of years, especially just dominated the pirates. Right. I mean, they were getting like a couple of hits a game against him. Maybe, maybe that. So for the pirates to come out and, you know, for him to get a, what he got a three run lead off of three, one lead off of Pujols' home run or something like that. Um, for him to come out and just, you know, give up five or six runs against the pirates that's just not like him. Um, yeah. yeah, right. I could see that. I can see this fire of, I don't want to go out like that, but I think there's also going to be that idea of maybe this is just who I am now. Yeah. And again, if Yachty was coming back, I would think maybe, but you've got to, you've got to figure this all out and re kind of reinvent yourself or something of that nature with a whole new catcher. I, I, I still feel like that's a lot, but, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to be surprised either way, I guess. Yeah. So, um, but if that was his last, I mean, and again, if he doesn't pitch tonight, if it's a close game, you know, if, if the Phillies wind up blowing him out, he'll pitch. If the Cardinals have a huge lead, he'll probably pitch. But if it's a close game, he, he may not. And if they lose, you know, again, that might be the last time we see Adam Wainwright. Um, and that's, that would be disappointing just because, that's not what you want to remember from Adam Wainwright. And, and again, to be fair, everybody talks about, oh, that's the last time you see him. Nobody remembers the last time. I don't think yeah. as much. You know, you remember the good Adam Wainwright. I mean, yeah, you probably remember, okay, yeah, he, his last game was bad, but that's not going to skew 
how you think of Adam Wainwright. You don't think Adam Wainwright didn't get a statue because he gave up six runs in his last inning or something <laughs> like that. I mean, you yeah. remember the get Adam Wainwright. Um, so, yeah. And you probably remember, again, this year, he's been good all most of the year. So it's not like you even have to think of try to rule out the last couple of years of his career. It's just that last month has been a struggle. True. Um, finally, the Cardinals gave out a contract extension this week to Giovanni Gallegos, um, you know, the day before he comes out and walks the bases loaded, um, which <laughs> always frustrates. You know, you and I talked last week about Gallegos possibly being a guy the Cardinals would trade in the offseason yeah. because of the pitch clock coming. I, I didn't see this. I really did not see an extension like this. And I'm really, I'm really leery of it to be fair. What What do you think? Yeah. I, you know, I, <laughs> I thought it was funny, by the way, if any gamblers are on here, do not follow <laughs> what we're saying. I, we've been incorrect on more things in the past few weeks than we have in, in six years. Do the, the opposite uh, every time. And that bar is low, if that tells you anything. <laughs> the uh, No, I thought it was funny. I, I mean, you and I were going back and forth, not, you know, not, not five days prior to that deal going off about, hey, if this if, if, if they're into the pitch clock lecture, they're going to have to move him because it's never going to work out to announcing a, an extension. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm one of those to where – I mean, we were talking poorly on Gallegos a month ago. Yep. And it's one of those, just because we say this every, every show, the, uh, the ups and downs of a bullpen. And it's tough to, to, to uh, commit that kind of money to, to a guy like that. And I was skeptical from the beginning. I like to keep all the guys that have had, had history in house. I do, but I am always worried about, um, contracts given to relievers, even if it's guys that that you know we know what they can do. I not it, even more so the guys that we don't know what they're, they're going to do. But but no, I, it, that one really surprised me. Of all the extensions that I thought we could possibly see, that was probably about the last one. Yeah, you know, Gallegos has been up and down. Um, he's been overall fairly in line with what he did last year, um, but he doesn't feel like that automatic guy anymore like he was for you know what 2020 and 2019 probably um i would like if somebody's out there wants to do the research i cannot think of an extension that mo has done to a reliever and again this is kind of what i try to ask him at blogger day without much success um i don't think i can remember an extension for a reliever that's worked out very well um i mean we're going back to the you know, Jason Mott and stuff like that, where it's like, Oh, I'm going to give you this extension and Oh, I'm going to go get hurt or Oh, I'm going to be ineffective. You know, the Cardinals, and, and this kind of goes along with what the Matt Carpenter one too, as well. The Cardinals had another year of control and they go and extend early. Um, the Cardinals had guy goes with arbitration this year. Um, they're paying him 4.5 million in this dude's contract. He was getting 2.4. I don't know that he would have made, I don't think they saved any money from their arbitration by doing that. Let's put it that way. Um, and then they have him for another couple of years. The club option is I'm going to be stunned just knowing how relievers are. If they exercise that club option for 25, 
because it's a six and a half million dollars. It increases based on how many games he closes out in or finishes in 24, which he may not finish very many. So it may not, but um, I can't imagine six and a half million dollars for a, a reliever. That's going to be what? Um, 32, 33 at that time. That, that, that's not going to get exercised. I, I, I'd put, <laughs> okay, which means it probably will the way we've been talking now, but. Oh uh, yeah, done deal. But I, I cannot see that that makes sense. So you look at the two years, you know, and again, it's not huge money. And we're going to talk about, we've got, we'll talk about in the off season, the Cardinals have money coming off and they don't necessarily have a lot of places to go spend it. So I don't think this is going to be like, you know, some sort of drain on their resources, but if Giovanni guy goes as five and a half million dollars next year and 24, I mean, you know, and he's struggling, how long do they stay with him versus, you know, and if he struggles in 23, then you're stuck with him for 24 when you could have just let him go into free agency. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, if they had gone and put an extension in for Ryan Helsley after this year, although I think Helsley's probably still got a couple of years. Let me see. He hadn't even hit arbitration yet. So um, this will be his first year of arbitration, I think. So if they had tried to, you know, sign him to, you know, get past arbitration, I would have understood that probably more. But I would have just let, I would have let Gallegos ride at least into, you know, if he's having a strong first half next year, then maybe you'd talk to him about an extension then. And, you know, maybe he did, says, no, I'm going to take chances with the free agent market by that point. I don't know. But if he does, I don't think you're hurting. You know, Ben Godar of the Cardinals off day has pointed out often that you don't pay for relief pitching. And I think that's ridiculous, you know, except for, you know, maybe your top closer types. I think that's exactly true because, Bullpens are volatile and you can almost always find somebody. I mean, you look at Packy Naughton this year and Naughton's not been like guy Eagles level or anything, but he had some really big moments and he's on the postseason roster and you got him off the scrap heap. Um, and they're always picking up guys like that. Yeah. So I'm just, as much as I like guy, you know, there were times this year and, I, I'm still to that point. I don't necessarily a hundred percent trust because I don't know what he's going to do when he comes in. He's usually good. And, and usually it's a fine choice. Like, he wasn't the problem yesterday, but I just, I don't think I'd have done that. Yeah. But, it's yeah. It went, it goes against conventional theory thinking, even that the Cardinals have done, you know, mm-hmm. in, in recent years. So yeah, it surprised me. I was like, man, cause it was one of those, the first thing that came to my mind was he felt like Helsley would be the one that they could do just because there's a lot of flexibility in the way that you could use him. You know, right. if, if there was any room that any talk anymore, they, that he could potentially be a starter, which just like we've talked about for years though, they, they pigeonhole these guys early about what they're going to use and they don't, they don't bend off that. So that may be a moot point, but yeah, that would have been the reliever that I thought. And uh, yeah, it just came as a surprise. I was like, wow, it could be, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, I don't know where Edmund is. I don't know where a lot of these young guys are on the spectrum of, uh, of arbitration and whatnot. But that one just kind of surprised me because I thought that that would have been when they'd moved off so quick, not quickly, but moved off and, you know, replaced relatively cheaply. Yeah. Edmund looks like he, I just happened to see this. Edmund looks like he's going to hit arbitration for the first time this year. Um, and yeah, Edmund, if you're extending a guy like Edmund, yeah. I mean, he's had 
back-to-back good years. There's, you know, there's always debate about how, how valuable he is. But he's obviously been a big part of this team. You know, if you're extending him, even if you buy out his arbitration years, you know, three or four year contract, I think you're being fine. And then again, you know, they signed Paul DeYoung to that six year contract. And, you know, we're talking about yeah, what's, what that's going to look like for next yeah, year. So, yeah. Um, but still, uh, I, I think we've got a, a little bit more track record with Edmund than you did with DeYoung when you signed him. Um, you know, yeah, that's something I can see. And you may see some of that this off season, especially like we said, when there's not huge holes that you necessarily have to go fill. Um, and some, some big money coming off um, with, you know, Pujols isn't much, but um, Wainwright was, you know, Wainwright was 17 and a half this year. You know what you, you probably don't pay that much for him for next, if he does come back next year. Um, and then Yachty was 10. Um, yeah, I have to look at that. And it, it, that may be about it though, honestly. Um, McCory Dickerson's five, but you're not going to, you know, that's not a big deal. So, um, we'll, we'll, we'll have time to talk about it. Hopefully we won't be talking about that next week. Um, hopefully we'll still be talking about the Cardinals and how they're playing. Um, I'd, I'd ask you for a prediction for tonight. I know you've already kind yeah, of you knew. Yeah. 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 I mean, mine's pretty easy. Maybe so, we should, we should predict them to lose. Because we yeah. I was going to say about the house on it then. Yep. Yeah. Um, but hopefully not. Hopefully that, you know, yeah, to be fair, you know, the Cardinals will then have to go play the Braves. Um, I hope that the bye week has hurt the Braves. I mean, that's about all you could hope for right there. Um, I think the Cardinals would have probably matched up better with the Mets, even if having to pay Scherzer and DeGrom, maybe not. Um, but, you know, as long as there's a game, there's a chance. And I'd really like to see, I think a lot of us, you know, I put that question out there on Twitter and got, some interesting responses of would you trade an old championship or past one didn't have to be old um, for if you traded that in and got one this year um, to give Pujols and Yachty and perhaps Adam a chance to go out with uh, a ring. Cause I think I really wanted the Cardinals to win in 2020, 2002 after the loss of Daryl Kyle. Yeah. Of course they didn't. They lost. They made it to the championship series. I think this is the year that I would want. I mean, if you told me they could win this year and wouldn't be in the playoffs for like another five or maybe even ten, I might take it um, because I really, really would like to see those guys go out with a championship. I think it's a great. I mean, it's an incredible season that we would never be able to um, to match. Um, and they can still do that. And they, as long as they've got a game the next, you know, the next, that day, they've got a chance. So we'll see how that, how that goes. Um, hopefully they win two more and then we can talk about the brave series next It'd week. Be nice. Yep. But until then, um, I know that everybody's going to get excited for tonight's game. We'll just wrap it up here um, until next week for Alan. I'm Daniel. Good night. Good night. They just won't go away.